Hey friends, it's Laura from the See Me Shine Dance Podcast, and I hope this episode finds you well. I'm so excited today to introduce you to Ava. She's a dancer from La Presse Dance Theater on Long Island. She dances actually with my girls. She is a great person, a great dancer, and she tells a great story too. So I hope you enjoy listening to her as much as I did. And she's just going to share with us what dance has done for her in her life with her confidence and her strength of character and the traits that she has developed and the skills that she has developed that are going to follow her as she goes into her next stage, her next chapter, which is college. So here is Ava. So hi, everybody. Welcome to the See Me Shine Dance podcast. And I'm thrilled to have Ava with me today. And I'm going to come clean and tell you that Ava and I did do this last week. And I made an error and neglected to record it. So Ava is so, so sweet and is back again. And you're going to love her. And I love talking to her. So I'm glad she's here again, even though unfortunately, you know, she's (laughs) Got to repeat herself, but it's going to be fresh anyway, because I have a couple of different questions for her. So everybody, this is Ava. Welcome to the show, Ava. Hi, thank you for having me again. (laughs) Yep, it is totally my pleasure. So what I'd like you to do, Ava, now let's give a shout out to Lopresti Dance Theater, who has groomed a beautiful young dancer. Ava is, um, she is, uh, was just graduated. She was a senior last year. And I've known Ava, my girls dance with her for a few years now. And I just know her to be not only a beautiful dancer, but just such a gracious soul. And she's always so sweet to my, to my girls and all the girls at the studio. And, um, and I know you're a, a hard worker and you, um, it shows, you know, in all you do. So I'm excited to have you share your story. Thank so, you so much. You're welcome, Ava. So let's just start with a quick you know, journey, like how did you start dancing just the very beginning and how you decided, you know, that dance was going to be your thing. So just a little overview. So I started dancing when I was three years old at La Presti and then, um, you know, just fell in love with it, kept going and kept uh, choosing different styles I wanted to do. And then when I was in third grade, um, a teacher pulled aside my mom and was like, oh, I want her to try out for competition. So then from there, I just kept doing more styles and growing for being in love um, of performing and being on stage. And just from there, I just loved it. And I was so excited to keep going with it and knew that this was something I wanted to do for, for a really long time. Awesome. So now, do you even really know why you fell, fell in love with dance? What was it about dance? I know when you're little, it's just like, it's hard to yeah. tell. But do you have, you know why you fell in love with dance as a kid? Yeah, for sure. So I was always someone that like wasn't that confident in myself and, you know, had trouble speaking with people and, you know, what? (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, I just with friends and all that. So dance really made me come out of my shell and be able to go on stage and become a stronger and more confident person. And that's something like to this day, like, if I'm upset or if I'm like happy or just like, it's a great way to like express my moods too. And like, it just made me overall a really well-rounded person. And that's something like, if I was to tell anyone like with their kids to do something, I would tell them to do dance in a heartbeat because it's just such a great 
gift that you're able to do. That's awesome. Now, <laughs> talk to me a little bit more about the emotion dance because, you know, I have two girls and I don't know if it's an age thing. I don't think it's an age thing with Jackie, but she really sees it as the competitive thing. Like, I want to execute this well so I can do well. And to me, like, I didn't grow up competitively dance. I grew up dancing, but not competitively. And to me, it's just the whole emotional thing is what's the power of dance. But it's so, you know, exactly. especially with the competitive dance, there's that fine line because you do have to execute everything, but, you know, anything exactly. you're going to do professionally. So talk to me about the emotion of dance for you. So um, when I was younger, I was never, like, the best technically on my team. Never. And I worked so hard to get there and to, you know, be in the front and all that. And like, I started off more with like being a performer rather than like, you know, uh, like a technical dancer. Mm -hmm. And that, I think that helped me grow in a way because then it was like, oh, she has really great stage presence. And then it made me want to work harder to build my technique. And I think that the emotional aspect of dance is that's the most beautiful part of it is that like to be able to express a story through your body motions and you know on your face and you know it comes easy for some people and it doesn't come easy for other people but I think everyone in their heart has like you know even if you can't express it well on your face you're still like emoting that story by dancing and like that's just something so great that we can all be able to do. Right. Awesome. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. And you know, I've been thinking a lot about like people being able to express themselves and sometimes there aren't even words, you know, like if you, if you're not a person of words, it's a great way to express yourself, but sometimes there aren't even words for what you're feeling. And especially with everything that's going on in the world right now, if yes. we had more people that would connect to themselves, their feelings that way, you know, I think it would be a really powerful thing. Yeah, it's a great way to be able to express yourself and how you're feeling. And um, like Miss Erin, one of the teachers, really obviously like instilled mm -hmm. that in us. Like she'd sit us down and she'd let us listen to the music. And she's like, okay, like I really like, no matter what age you are, I want you to connect to this. And like, you know, she would start off like really small, like with like little things like, oh, like friendships. And then she works up to like hard things like love and relationships mm -hmm. and, you know, death even like it's just everyone interprets things differently and that's what is like the greatest gift about it all is you know being able to show that and I think that like next year with like everyone having gone through this pandemic it's going to be a great way for everyone to just really show how this affected them and how they have like created like emotions about this that's amazing that is amazing and I'm going to have Miss Erin on next week <laughs> she's so good at pulling that out of young people because it really is yeah. she is she's so good at so many things but that's something <laughs> that she's really good at too is just pulling that out. and what a gift what a gift that you got a chance to experience that with her right yeah a hundred percent yeah she's awesome okay so now we got the emotional let's talk a little bit you said that you were always very good at the performing and, and the emoting and but you really had to work hard to get your, your technique where you wanted it to be. Now talk to me about how you were able to do that. Was it just, just focusing in class or did you do stuff outside of class as well? But how do you, what did you do to really amp up your game and really get, cause you are a beautifully technical <sighs> dancer too. You're amazing. So you did a great job, whatever it was, give us the formula. 
So <laughs> honestly, like it just takes time and commitment. And like, that's even like with the pandemic, like if you wanted to keep mm. your technique up and you wanted to stay involved in dance, like you just had to do everything on your own. And like, I didn't take any extra life classes. I just, you know, obviously like, yeah, I did start taking like hip hop and tap and like seeing my ability in certain things like, oh, like I can move like this and oh. So wait, you started taking different, like you, you're not a tapper, but you tried tap during the pandemic? Uh, like, no, just like oh. during my years of dance. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. But like with like throughout the years of like being at La Presti, like I, instead of like almost, it's how you take um, criticism too and how you take corrections. Yeah. And if you really just take those corrections and do it right away and work really hard, like you will see the improvement and that's at any age, like, you know, and that's, it takes time, but it's like worth it in the end. And then you're, you become this well-rounded dancer and it's a beautiful thing to see. Like I love watching myself be able to grow and, you know, being able to say, oh yeah, I can do that now. Instead of being like, oh, I can't, I don't think I can do that. You know, you also have to be like willing to try things too. Like, don't be like, oh, I can't, I can't do that turn. I can't hit that triple. Like you just work hard and be committed to it. Cause that's with anything, it's just commitment. Yeah, I did. I saw a really cool um, Instagram post today and I wish I could remember who said it, but it was something like to be inspired by the really talented people around you. And it's all your mindset. You see something you can't do. So what does that mean? Are you going to think to yourself, oh, I can't do that? Or am yeah. I going to think I can't do it yet? And what am I going to do to, to get there so that I ultimately can do it? Exactly. Which, yeah, which was really cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So now during the pandemic, what did you do to keep yourself in condition? So during the pandemic, I was going through my college dance team tryouts. So I was having to stay, um, you know, uh, flexible and be able to, you know, um, pick up things easily because that's a lot of like being in college dance team is being able to pick up routines fast. So I was also trying new things. I was looking up, you know, YouTube videos and still keeping up, you know, my um, technique and stretching every day. And like, you know, some days I would be a little lazy about it, obviously, but I was, you know, just trying to keep going. And that's all what it is, is that if you keep, you know, sticking to a routine. And that was like a big part of like the pandemic was like, oh, everyone should have a new routine. And like, that was like a part of my routine was that I would, you know, even though I knew we weren't going back to dance, I would maybe like run a certain number that I knew was really hard to keep up my stamina. Mm -hmm. And, you know, um, during tryouts and like, um, for the dance team, I was having to run. So I was running and then I was, you know, filming everything in my house and um, trying to learn new tricks because they were requir uh, requiring certain tricks. So I was like, oh, I should learn that maybe. And, you know, it was good. It was great. It was great wow. to learn who I was as a dancer, like inside that I was able to keep going in a way. That's amazing. So talk to us about next year. I want to back up in a bit, but since we're on the topic, let's talk about next year. What are you up to next year? Where will you be going? What will you be studying? Yeah, next year I'm going to LIU Post mm -hmm. in Brookville and I'll be studying nursing. And I made the dance team yeah. there. <laughs> so, and you had to audition from home, right? Now, yes, normally so you would go there, right? You would go and have a 
real live face to face. Now, have you ever done besides like the dance team stuff? Have you ever gone on an, on an audition? The Friends? only audition I had in my life was my kick line at high school. Okay. So I was used to that pressure, you know, right. sitting in front of a panel of judges. And then I also tried out for the dance team at my school sophomore year, the company at my school. Okay. You know what? So let's back up so we could be a little chronological. So talk yes. to us about a day in the life of Ava the senior before <laughs> COVID. So what kind of stuff were you up to? So I, it so, sounds like you were on the dance team, right? Yeah. So I was doing kick line at my school and I was the captain. So that was a lot of pressure. A lot of times I was having to, you know, motivate the girls and we were also choreographing routines and I was in charge of making the music, all the remixes. And so it was a lot of pressure. You know, you have to know everyone's abilities and be able to see, you know, because we didn't just do straight kick. We did jazz, kick, hip hop, jazz in one routine. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So it was like a great way to, you know, learn my own abilities with like um, how I can teach others and showing what like my jazz techniques like and then learning from my other captains that go to different studios is that like their jazz is different so when we would um coordinate with each other it was a lot of fun but challenging at times so I was doing that now do you think were you like natural at that is that something that you feel like or is that something you had to work hard at too and because I know a lot of times with kids when I say kids grow you know older kids like you it's hard to do things that that you're not necessarily comfortable with oh yeah so, especially when you're dealing with peers you know what yep. I mean? because and a lot of people can can talk all day long to people who aren't their peers but once you get them in front of their even grown-ups like i see this when i'm teaching teachers they love to be around kids they'll talk all day long but once you get them around <laughs> their peers they get they shut down a little bit so yeah. how was that for you was that something like did you have to like tweak the way you did things were you like learning and growing or do you think you're just kind of a natural at it yeah so um i see myself as pretty like I um, have good leadership qualities mm -hmm. and like that's something that like I learned even from the studio that like I, I love talking to people and just um, you know being that motivational person so that aspect of it like really wasn't that hard for me like to be and I would say that I was one of the more captains that would like talk to everyone make sure everyone could do things and like it was a great way to see like a teacher's aspect of things is like you with your peers it is challenging at times because you know you it's great nine to 12. So, mm -hmm. you know, you want everyone to feel comfortable and everyone to, you know, motivate each other and listen. So like that was hard at times, obviously, like you don't want people to go against each other too. Right. So, but frankly, like it came very natural to me. I mm -hmm. liked being in that position. I don't know if I would do it again because it was a lot to handle and like, okay. um, <laughs> but you know, I liked being able to do it for the time and like know that I'm capable of that and able to maybe one day in the future, like with my nursing career, be a, um, a leadership role like that again. Right. And that, so that leads us back into what you're doing. So you're going to be on the dance team at your school and you're going to be in the nursing program. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So now t tell me what it's like. Um, what was the audition process like from home when you were auditioning for the team so um it was actually very challenging because you know I'm the type of person that I would rather people see me in person because that's just how I am like right. I don't think you could see it's very hard to see someone through the
the camera and yep. you know you're not really getting that full perspective of them so you had to do an interview and then you had to show your skills and tricks mm -hmm. and then we had to learn a jazz routine and then i had to put in my solo so it was a lot of components that i had to keep up with and you know i had to keep up my jazz i had to keep up my tricks and then i had to learn how to answer certain questions correctly and Mm -hmm. So, and show my personality at the same time that they would see if I was to do a one-on-one -on -one interview with them. And, you know, I want well, them so there to- was, When you did this, you just recorded yourself? It wasn't interact? Oh, yeah, that's hard. That's really <laughs> it was, and I was reading the questions off of my phone. And, you know, it's challenging because you want them to, see, them to see me as, like, a vibrant person, you know, why I want to be on this team so badly. And, like, I did I do want to be on a college team terribly. Like, it was one mm -hmm. of my- biggest goals as a young kid being right. at Lepresti was like that's my goal mm -hmm. and so with the audition process it definitely was challenging you know I had to go into the studio one day and record some of my stuff mm -hmm. and then I forgot to record some things so then I had to move some furniture <laughs> in my house and it was a long process mm -hmm. and you know editing videos and then the coach getting laid off was a left kind of like a halt in the process so it was very hard with the pandemic because it wouldn't have been like this if it wasn't a pandemic. You know, everything's kind of like, it moves a lot slow, like slower. Right, right, so. right, right. So, and then um, what kind of style do you think is, what is your favorite and or what, you know, what do you um, think you're the best at? What's your strongest? <laughs> um, well. I know you're so rounded. You do everything so well. Okay, let's say your favorite. What's your favorite? Or do you not have a favorite? I do. Like, I would say that, like, it's so, like, on completely opposite sides of the spectrum. I think my best would be, like, lyrical, but I also, like, love hip-hop. Like, and those are completely opposite <laughs> things. Right. But I didn't even start hip-hop till I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No. And, like, everyone would be like, oh, my God, she's so good at hip-hop. And I, like, just started it, and it was <laughs> It came so easily to me, and I just, like, loved it. Like, I was like, ooh, I like to move like this. So mm -hmm. that was, like, a lot of fun. And, like, you know, with hip-hop, there's so many different styles, Styled. which was, like, awesome because I would have, like, my friends from Kickline, they would choreograph the hip-hop section of the Kickline dances, oh. and they would have a completely different style. Like, their teacher was, like, you know, this young guy who was on So You Think You Could Dance. Like, he was <laughs> awesome. So they had, like, a totally, like, very like new style and then with like Miss Christine it was like almost like it was older but it was like at the same time like different types of, it wasn't as sharp it was more like fluid and yeah. fast like I liked it a lot so that was that but then with lyrical again like came with like the emotional aspect of it and I really like fell in love with that part of it and like Miss Aaron would always say that to me like you're so like hard-hitting like that's how I am as like a dancer. I was always so like powerful about it mm -hmm. and would choose the most like depressing song possible to dance to. <laughs> to challenge you. Is that what she was doing? Trying to stretch you a little bit? Exactly. Just, yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's great. That's great. What about jazz? How do you feel about jazz? Because you said that like you had jazz. to learn jazz for That's the one thing that you had to learn for the audition. Is that true? Is that yeah. True? And that was a challenge because, you know, as you go into the dance world, you know, a different dance world. I'm going from the competition world to like the college dance team world. It's completely different. 
So as I was learning it, it was definitely a challenge, a hundred percent a challenge. I was like, wow, this is really fast. And like, I've never done stuff like this before. And, you know, so I really enjoyed learning it and I do like jazz, you know, I like everything, but um, it was definitely very different. And I do like learning from different people and like getting everyone's different styles and how they teach and it's fun. Well, that's a great experience you had then at school, right? Because you're on in your studio and I know they bring some people from outside, which is great to to La Presti to do masterclasses and intensives and stuff. But um, it's important, right? It's important to learn different types of movement. Like I know my daughters, they really don't like doing anything from anybody else. They get comfortable and they get nervous. Yeah. Yeah. You're so used to like the certain styles that when something new is thrown at you, you're like, Oh, I don't think I could do this. But then like you, cause we definitely over my time at La Presti, we had different people come in for intensives and I would be like, this is hard. And like, you know, <laughs> but it was a great challenge. And like, you know, you learn that, Oh, lyrical isn't just this type right. of movement. Oh, like contemporary isn't just like that it was great to experience new things. I know it's like challenging at times when you're younger and you're so used to your teachers, but mm-hmm. like, as you get older, like you'll, they'll, you know, appreciate like learning new things. And with my peers at school, like at school, even when I was on the dance team, we were just teaching each other the dances. Mm-hmm. There was no. Oh, the coach. dance team wasn't, wasn't supervised by an adult? It was supervised by a coach, but we were teaching all the dances. Oh, wow. And then when I did, I only did the dance company at my school for one year and they chose people to choreograph dances. And it was like my friends teaching us a dance. And that was like, great. Cause like sophomore year, my friend did like a really challenging number. It was very contemporary and it was about like um, a hurricane and stuff like that. And it definitely like, hit me in a different way emotionally but at the same time like her movements were very sharp and she had a very non-technical style so that was like a great way for me to experience like that aspect of dance it's like oh it's not all about the technique like you also have to know how to move and do all that stuff Mm -hmm. oh that's cool Mm -hmm. that's awesome so now can you explain to me the difference between like so you're going to be on a dance team and then are you going to be taking classes with your team also or is it just rehearsal and getting you ready for and and talk to us about the performances too when you're on a team yeah so um basically how it's going to work in college is we have two days a week of just practicing together probably like learning dances and getting ready for football games and then we also perform at like functions i know they do like the breast cancer walks and anytime there's like an open house they also perform at those things so it'll be a lot of like different things we get to do and like that'll be a lot of fun because I never really did stuff like that I was just doing either like stage performance or like you know kick line performance and then um they give us certain days a week to have conditioning like on our own like we have to go to the gym and we have to condition so that'll be that (laughs) cool cool and then so you're and you're going to be in the nursing program yeah 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 so how do you think dancing is going to help you with um, with college and your next chapter? I think that, um, so I've always been the type of person that I'm like going and going and like I never stop. And I knew that if I didn't do dance in college, life would be very boring. And like I know that the nursing program is definitely going to be a challenge 100%, mm-hmm. but I'm that type of person that like I like to be busy. 
And I tell that to anyone. I'm like, if you want to keep yourself occupied and doing things, just keep trying stuff and, you know, giving yourself stuff to do. So I feel like it'll definitely keep me still well-rounded and, you know, meeting people and having stuff to do. And, you know, that'll be a great aspect of that. And I very, I, I like to be busy and kind of stressed in a way and know that I can handle certain things. And it'll definitely help with like nursing too, because that's such a, um, what's it called? That's such a like, uh, oh my God, I'm losing my word. That's a very challenging job. Like right. you always have to be on time and know what you have, you know. And God bless you. I'm going to put this out there. I think nurses should make zillions of dollars because if, <laughs> if, if it were up to me, I real I could never do it. Thank God for people who are going into nursing or who are nurses because it's so important and so hard. I don't know. Anyway, thank you for going into nursing. Of course. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't even imagine how hard that is. Well, Ava, thank you so much. This was, this was amazing. You are really a shining star example of, you know, how, you know, what you need to do to really be successful, not only as a dancer, but anything you choose to do, right? You could say that anything you choose to do, you really, if you want to be great at it, you really got to put in the time and the effort and, and get creative too, especially these days, you know, get creative on how you're going to get your skills up there. But, um, we wish you the best of luck in college and I know you're going to kill it. And I want you to come back and talk to us again and give us an update. Tell us what it's like being a on a college dance team i can't yes. wait to see what you what you do it's going to be amazing thank you so much you're welcome <laughs> and we'll see you later bye thanks ava for sharing your story with us today you're such a great person and i really enjoy our conversations and thank you to all the listeners who took their time to listen to the podcast today. If you enjoy the See Me Shine podcast, please hit the subscribe button so you'll know when we have another episode for you to enjoy. Until next time, thanks. Thanks.